Got all the wires in that place. Okay, so before we go back to the coins, one traveler came in from Yehuda Rakowski, who is like saying B'Shem over him, except the ones that write in the bottom in big letters, please don't mention my name, so those are not B'Shem Amr. He wanted to know about the Issa Mechira with the Chaznish and the cutting down of the trees. It's a very contemporary topic, not only for Shemitah, but I'm sure he thought of this because of the Machlekes between the uh, Israeli government and, I don't know, it's between Lebanon, Syria, whoever is in that area. Whenever they find oil or gas or anything of value, all of a sudden there's a Machlekes who owns this. So I'm sure that's part of uh, what's behind this, and it's Nagea. So he was listening to the Shia about the Yisra He wants to know, does that apply to offshore drilling with land that is in the Allahic boundaries of Eretz Yisrael? Does the issue not apply to rights underwater airspace? Very contemporary shayla and a contemporary matzav of halacha, which was um, around before Sheis Mebrashis, which is the beauty of the Masera, is that it keeps applying over and over again to every matzav, whether you figure that or not. Now it's Nagea. It's Nagea. Airspace, we discussed, is more a zoning issue. When you have, I sell you a building, what did I sell you? So it depends. If I sold you a building in Manhattan, depends what the law is at the time I sold. And if I made promises as the law, then his attorney should have figured it out. What's the inherent halacha when it comes to Kedusha Zetisrael? So one raya I could bring is... The whole sugi of all Zurich about the airplanes, which is a sugi I'd like to get to, by the way, uh, sometime in the next uh, year or two. I'd also maybe like to take a class trip. We have about 30 of those that we owe, but maybe you can get us to a hangar. We can actually get into a plane because I'd like to see the metal uh, or plastic plates, the metal wood metal, that they're putting the niftarim in and exactly what the setup is. You've got to like, be there to see that. But that's a hot topic, because it was a machlekes when they thought of the idea. The idea has some merits, has other issues, and can it be more of a chatzitza if the whole thing's an old zarek? So um, how does that solve anything? It's a, it's a big, fascinating sugya. The assumption is, if you fly over a cavern, you're a kain. So the tumors, balkaz, vayola, balkaz, vayarin, goes up and down. So that's the tumor. The gabi kedusha is davar pashit, that kainim should not fly over Harabayas because Harazasim is right there. That's a big mockum for Tumas Mace. But Levim and Yisraelim shouldn't fly over Harabayas either. For the same reason you shouldn't walk there. If you're Tameh and uh, shouldn't be there, shouldn't be there. The assumption, as Dover Pashat, is that the Kedusha of Harabayas goes straight up and it doesn't make a difference if you're in a balloon, if you're jumping, or an F 16, whatever the case may be. Yes, alone has got you Lagabi certain areas for certain levels of Kedusha, but the inherent Kedusha of, uh, of Tuma, they, and it's easy to avoid, by the way. This is Nagea, the Shiloh's been asked in Israel, and they're always doing reconnaissance flights and just like veer uh, one hundredth of a centimeter on your stick. <laughs> you just don't, our bias is not that big. So why they chose to be certain areas more or less is a different issue, but the same, same issue, which is going to be very negative, lots of love them 
for Achilles Kachakalim, particularly Korban Pesach, they weren't Miskadesh, the Ali is like the second floor of any house. So just picture we're all going to Mitzvah Shemsun, Ali Laregel, and you got millions of people descending in your Shalim. So you'll say, it was a nice anyway, nobody ever complained. It was a nice, so it'll be a bigger nice. And it'll fit into that, but it's a lot easier if you can first extend the Kedush of the Old City, which they're going to do anyway, and Plaza Hotel has how many floors? Give or take, 20? Something like that. So, but you can't eat Karpen Pesach or any of the Kachim Kalim, even if they extend the Gedusha. So what good is this? The answer is, they'll be Makadashit. The question is, if they could have, why didn't they do it before? I'm just throwing that out, not, not for now, but Hala Dever, who is always a shortage of space. You don't have to have more of an ace, so why would they not Makadash, the second floor of any house? Houses didn't have five floors, but they had a, an Aliyah, they had a Gag. Why weren't they Makadash here for Achilles Kachim? Just something to think about, because that's going to be on the agenda also of Lazar Lava. Why not? It's clear they you have Mishnayas, they left it out. You can't eat up there. They had the, the Balmar talks about why they split Halil on Lel Seder and Agoda. They split it up because it was patterned after what they had when the Chabur would take the downstairs in the dining room. There'd always be the next Chabur banging on the door. Hurry up, we gotta get in before Chatzais, according to Banchita. And they, they went upstairs and there's the Ashami that says they went upstairs and they danced and they sang, they sang Halil. Talked about they saying Halil was stamping on the roof and Roof almost caved in, I guess that's the hyperbole for the Simcha Shabbat. It's very clear they were not Makash the upstairs, but it would have been a lot easier to get double the space if you can eat on the roof. Probably less stuffy there also. But they, they weren't. So, Lemaisa, higher bias does go up, but you shouldn't fly over it. And the water and the drilling, the gas, where they found a very nice amount of gas, natural gas, years ago, and they're uh, monetizing it very nicely, Baruch Hashem. And of course, once you do that, then everybody's fighting over it very nicely also. And uh, they're trying to figure out uh, how you make up Shara over here. Where is the end of Eretz Yisrael? So there's, there are three shitas, there are three possibilities. Famous shita, two of them are getting, Rabbi Yudha said, they're parallel lines, top to bottom, and they go straight across through Cyprus, all the way to Europe, maybe through Europe and parts of Europe. It's a very great shita, and it's Yisrael very, very large. Now, it doesn't say he was talking about drilling rights or fish, fishing rights. To talk about that, talk about the landmass that would hit in those parallel lines. We don't pass like that. The other sheet is you take the tips that jut out and you draw a dotted line down pretty near the coast. Um, they would extend that far. Again, it's not like yet the drilling, fishing, uh, in terms of Cheshemish, but and in terms of Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael, if you take a nice boat ride out, you don't go too far. Did you leave Eretz Yisrael? If any, a Makbid, why leave Eretz Yisrael if you don't have to? One sheet I believe everybody would agree with, even without any parallel lines or dotted lines across the map, across the coast, the shoreline itself, there's some wiggle room of everybody being masking that you're still in Eretz Yisrael. If you go swimming in the beach, the Wagdalim, the Argadalim, who go Benazmanim for 20 minutes and uh, think Shaila about not wearing a yarmulke at the beach and uh, stories of Gedalim uh, when they were talking and learning on the border and they were each one who said the Kasha would give over his yarmulke. Oh, we'll get to and lift Niver so we'll uh, get to watch anything Shaila's. But you can go swimming then you go to the beach. By the other beach you're walking off the thing and now you're say you're waiting you're not standing you're going swimming for a few hundred feet. So everybody seems to hold that that's a part of any landmass, and therefore will be part of Eretz Yisrael. Uh, Raila Dara, yeah. Oh, 
Paimama is a shaila whether tchum is daraisa even on paimama. It's some lachik zushainim. The lachik zushainim about yudbei's meal. Paimama is Rabbi Kiva. It's malchus tanaim. But we don't pass on. We pass on. It's not. You see the concept. But in Erevin, we see that they were in the boat and they saw it that far. But a lot of that's in the rabbanon. Yeah, but most of those are the rabbanons. I'm talking about the races. Is this leaving Eretz Yisrael? That's a pretty important trailer. How far do you have to swim or surf or motorboat? that you're now out of Israel. So I'll bring you a, a dogma. In Australia, it's well known to the residents, and they should tell the visitors, which I think they do, that there's a big shayla in the international date line. And on the far side, which is, I believe, where the cities are, at least one of them, where the people visit the Jewish community, uh, that's just look on the map, you'll be able to see. But the, the problem is that most of it is over the date line, miyat uh, in. And the Chaznish, who holds over the dateline, holds that the Roiv is Nigra Bus of the Miat, which is usually not the case. Why should the Roiv be dragged into the. But he said the main part of the dateline is where Tisrol is our day. And if anything is over, if part of it is in, the rest is dragged in. And they keep Shabbos like we keep Shabbos. He said, however, you can't go swimming or boating. On Sunday, because if you go off the landmass on the other side, which is what you're doing when you go boating, you just swam or you just took a motorboat into Shabbos, which is a fascinating concept. We're talking about the races here, not the Rabbanon, it's not Chumras. You just drove into, like you could take off the airport, you can also fly into Shabbos by taking a flight on Sunday. So people who live there and people who visit there try to avoid that. They don't go that far out, they don't take flights out in, over, the, over that line because they're flying into Shabbos. But everybody's asking me, you can go swimming on the beach. You can go to the beach, find yourself a separate beach, or your own private beach, and you go swimming there. Ah, you're stepping into the water, you're stepping into the shop. But the answer is, that's not. It's, uh, everybody's asking me, if you can walk, you're still stepping on sand, even though it's under the water, that's part of Australia. Lahavdol, Pashas is part of Eitz Yisrael, the Shailah, how far? So that would be the, uh, you plug in these shitas to the Shailah over here. I think it would apply to airspace, and I think the right's under the water, certainly by the beach. And maybe even a little bit further if you draw that uh, dotted line down, according to Abihuda, those parallel lines go very, very far. So it is no gayer, it's no gayer to the Cheshemish, but who owns it? And uh, of course, they're fighting about it, as many countries uh, do fight about natural resources when somebody else finds it, even though I believe it's uh, the Israelis who did all the research and drilling. And they want to piggyback, but that's a different issue. Okay. Let's go back to the coins. The picture I showed you, you could just pass a few of them back. I just want to clarify because a few people asked me after the shear. So I want to just go back to make sure it's clear. And it's a good uh, capsule of the uh, sugya. We have a great picture of Harav Meir Shapiro on this coin. Dafyomi, commemorative coins. And the question is, is this mutter? Well, we hope it's mutter because they wouldn't make them otherwise. question is, how many reasons? Why is it mutter? So remember the Mechavan hold that if it's only a bust, if it's not a whole body, it's mutter. Just uh, what we had last night for those looking. We have a double-A battery there. Avram, you see that? Okay. And um, we have the, um, the back with a nice picture of a globe with a safer. And if it's not the whole body, it's mutter. The problem is the Shach suggests one should be machmer. And we're making by coins in general, but it's a Dabra Mavuzah, but this is not a Dabra Mavuzah. It's a commemorative coin for your breakfront or for your dining room table. So 
What's the other tzadlaka? Tzadlaka is, it's made already. So you say, the Shach and the Taz happen to hold that once the U.S. Mint makes it, there's no Shah because everybody knows you don't make <coughs> coins. It's made by the U.S. Mint. And you didn't ask them to do it because they make X amount. The problem is, is that by this Rameir Shapiro coin, that's not true. Because this was made for Jews, maybe even by Jews, but for Jews, they asked the Gaisha company that mints coins, to make it, it was made per order. That's Amir Lakam, that's Usser. So there is a shot over here because somebody could be chesed, you asked the guy to do it, and that's not far from the truth because if you order more, if we all get together and order a hundred of them, they'd probably have to go ask the guy to make more. So that's a shot. Remember, we had a bachleg, it's a shot on the Amir Lakam, or the shot that you did it. Either way, there is a shot over here because some Jew either made it and asked more should be made or asked the guy to make it, but that's an issue. So you really have to boil down to the fact that it's only the head, not the rest of the body. So I don't think it's so part of Ramesha holds that once it's made, there's not a shot issue, it's a shot of holding it, but he'd be making like Dikar Adin that it's, the head is okay. So I'm glad somebody asked me that afterwards because uh, let's not only emphasize the other part about the head, the Pashas is that Chashad would still apply unless they made, they were Mephaisim, they were only making a thousand first come, first serve, and they did it already, and it's known that you didn't do it, and they had to ask a guy, so maybe there's no shot on you if you're holding it because you didn't order it, they made it one time. I don't know if it works like that. In the firm community, I would, if there's a demand for this, they'll make more. Who said it's a one-time, uh, one-time thing? So it's going to boil down to the Heter that it's just the head, which... Okay, with you can't tie in on them. That's how the Mechaber and the Ramah Paskin, just Shachan um, Taz suggests the Chatrid Bimachmer. If there's some other details behind it, I'd like to find out. Uh, as a matter of fact, if um, um, anybody who's listening or anybody here in the Shir, if you could find out, you could probably find out who's selling it. I think he said he was an Eichlis, but it doesn't mean Mr. Eichler made it. So I, I could probably find out who did it. Maybe it's something to do with the Aguda, and they probably asked I'd like to know. Uh, if there's a cheshpin I'm missing over here. So if you can uh, get me some marmachemis on that, I'd be happy to, to call. Um, maybe they'll give Mountain Camp Aguda for the biggest mass meeting. Maybe you can ask your shrugger to uh, investigate it. Okay, so we'll, uh, we'll be a matter of opportunity to come back to that. As I started mentioning yesterday when we ran out of time, uh, not coincidentally, uh, somebody called from Eitz Yisrael, and there was a Cheshamish Shaila, which you're not really allowed to answer without the other party there. And when somebody calls me, the other party's never there. So, I, first I say five times, I can't really answer the Shaila, but after that, I, they say, okay, can we just talk in learning? I said, yeah, but you can't say that I held like this, which is a little risky uh, to hold me to it. But this guy called me as uh, somebody I know well, and, and uh, Zabachar calls a lot of Shailas. He's a good guy, and especially since... I understood as soon as I heard even part of a Shaila that I'm going to have to tell him he's completely wrong. So then there's less of a problem of not having the other side there because uh, he didn't really have much to stand on, which is why he called. He wanted to know, is there any way out of a contract that he signed? So somebody starts off, is there any way out of a contract he signed? You're already getting into a Shaila. Even if you didn't have a contract, there's... You promise to do a deal, and you don't. So already we have tainas on you there. Marking conditions change and things like that. There are various ways out, but if you sign a contract, the contract is, 
the Kenya Situmta, meaning that's the way you do business and you signed, besides any potential Chilashem aspect, especially if the contract, he sent me the contract before I discussed it with him and I saw right away it was made by from Jews for from Jews, because in the middle of this very fancy legalese, every paragraph starts off whereas, therefore, you know, you know those types. So uh, in the middle of everything, they start talking about, and this serves as a Kenyan. So then you know that they're trying to cover all their clients, many of whom are probably from. So what is this company doing, and what contract did he want to get out of, and why did he want to get out of it? So again, not, not coincidentally, the company, he told me, Balpeh, before I read this, that it's a famous company, they do advertising all over the place, and they're well known, they've been around for a while, um, the quick research that was all certainly true, and it's owned by from people. I can tell that by the actual address of all the people involved. And it's a buyer's club where they, they'll do this for anything that they hope will go up, any collectibles, but they specialize in U.S. Mint coins that they make as special editions as commemorative coins. And he was calling about this yesterday, so... I told him, yeah, I know about those commemorative coins. Very close with them. And um, we speak about them a lot in Shear as a recent vintage. And matter of fact, some of the ones they were advertising looked familiar, so I'm assuming one of our listeners probably knows about this club as well. The way it works, interestingly enough, is the American government does this from time to time without too much warning, and then they come out, you want to make something chashuv, so you make limited editions, which is why... Every human being is chashuv because everybody's an island Malay and we're all limited editions. There aren't two of us, so that's how chashuv we are. Just uh, for the bishvili nivra ilam, shouldn't become bali gaiva, but it's a, not gaiva, it's an achrayas. It means you have a specific job and you're a limited edition. So go home and tell your wife that um, you found out you're a limited edition and you should be very careful, and your kids as well. It's a great boost for self esteem. So they make. Uh, X amount of these coins, and they're silver dollars, and they have the ones I looked at, one of them actually did look familiar from one of the ones we had, had a full body, uh, um, whoever she was, they were commemorating, and had um, he also, and they um, had all sorts of uh, people they wanted to uh, be mechabed. So this company is in business to be able to make money. The U.S. Mint will only sell one set per household. It's going on for a long time, and they don't want people gobbling it up. And one per household. Now, I don't, I'm not insinuating any of this is illegal, because this is a pretty well-known company, so I assume that this is legal, even if it's not the rotson of the U.S. Mint. And that is, they advertise heavily that whoever wants to buy their one per household, they should do so, and they have to sign this three-page contract that says that you're agreeing to buy it, and we're agreeing to buy it from you, we're going to pay the shipping, we're going to take care of the whole thing from there and pay you X amount of profit per coin. And they know, not a whole lot of time to do this, they know when the U.S. Mint comes out with this particular edition, they have the exact price, they tell you exactly what you're going to make, the price is over here, and uh, 850 and they, they talk about the shipping, everything is spelled out very clearly in this contract. And then number 10 is the Kenyan, by executing delivering this agreement, member acknowledges that it's uh, legal and valid Kenyan, binding Kenyan, which, i.e., is an acquisition, in case anybody not yet from is reading this, or they're not tuned in, and the made a coin to halacha, which requires the member to resell the coin to the company. That's why you need the Kenyan. 
they weren't mechayev him, which they could have done. They weren't mechayev him to buy it, because you can start trying to go online, which is part of the story over here, and be very frustrated. And the site is the U.S. Mint. A little scary. The site keeps crashing, like every three minutes. <laughs> I know. Well, there seems to be a lot of that going around. So at least he wasn't asking for a vaccine or anything like that. And uh, so a little, bit, a little bit annoying. So they're not mechayev you to buy it, but they're mechayev you that if you buy it, you must buy it Amanas to sell to us, and we'll give you this agreed upon profit. Couldn't be more simple than that. This is my symbolism, this type of business transaction. I'm a retailer, I contact a wholesaler, you're selling me widgets for this price. Uh, I don't even have to, I'm telling you what I'm paying you for them. Hopefully, you're getting it for a cheaper price. I don't certainly don't have to tell you what I'm selling them for because that's none of your business. And this is classic business. My symbolism. So, can you get out of a contract like that? Well, of course not. Why? Because why would you want to get out? I'll get to it in a moment. But he bought the coins and said, a little annoying, but took him an extra 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. It crashed a few times and then finally got the coins. And then he started looking around and he saw that on eBay uh, it is already selling on futures for like $100 more. They can make a few thousand dollars himself and he doesn't want to honor the contract. Is that okay? So the guy is asking is very okay. Is it nothing wrong with having a havmin and dreaming as long as you ask? So what now? What's the answer? So I would tell him that maybe you don't have to honor it because there's a full bust of a person and there's a shayla and achrayinim. But the guy who made it, that's the difference between that and the davyemi. The guy who made it didn't make it for us, and there's no chshad and pashas is his mutter. Except the kohen gadol holds it's also to hold, and he wouldn't advise you buying it even if you're holding it for a day. It's certainly selling it to Yidden. But the minig is not like Armesha, as we saw. But that was yesterday's shir. So he wants to know, can you get out of the contract? I said, why do you think you get out of the contract? He said, I didn't know that they're selling it for that much. I said, uh, maybe you did know, maybe you didn't know. This is the most obvious open information you can get anywhere. You didn't do research. So he said, uh, my friend asked the Shaila, and uh, they said, it's not binding us, Machta I said, I don't know what he asked. I'm going to down the cops that he asked it wrong because that is absolutely not true. It's not a Smachta You find out, it's like, uh, this is Maisa Machalyam. You buy a building, and then you flip it. And you're singing all the way to the bank. You just made $2 million. And then you find out these are real Shilas. I've had these cases with the same reaction. He found out the guy he flipped it to is flipping to somebody else for another 10. He was livid. He said, Mekartos. I never had something so ridiculous in my life. But Mekartos. See, he said, there's no, first of all, there's no one by Karka. But even like the Shittas Tasis are not up to 50%. The, the price, the reason there's no one by Karka is because the price is a pretty set price in terms of a range until somebody else offers 10 million more. That's always changing. So whenever you buy something, whenever you have a buyer and a seller in something, often the buyer knows something, the seller does not, or the opposite. He thinks he knows something, he's going to lose money. That's business. It's not a no. Why is it not? I don't know. Well, I, I looked on eBay and they're paying already $100 more for it, everybody. The answer is, they tell you, you go to the company's website, they tell you, Beferish, you could probably get it. If this company doesn't say, all the Mavinim say it, you can probably make your own money, but then you're taking a risk because if it's not so popular and it doesn't go up, or if you mess something up, or if you stop paying for shipping and the guy doesn't buy it, uh, this company will tell you ahead of time, we're paying you a set fee, easy money, we're taking care of everything. You want it, you don't want it. You can't say, I want it, 
to have the safety net until I want to break the contract and flip it to a guy who I think wants to buy it. That's business. Is that clear? I, I'm happy, yes, a good guy. It's a Dover Pushit that anybody's looking for a cooler than that is after they said this is going to be the Kenyan. So you say that's not a regular Kenyan, it's Kenyan Situmta. He signed the contract and the, it's a Dover Pushit. Of course, what do you think? They're running the ads and they have the overhead and they have the whole office going on to make $14? They pay their thousands of people the $14 so they can make a lot of money. That's why they're a business. So he's told me it's a good business. I said, well, if you like the business model, you can start your own business and do the same thing. But there are risks. This isn't cheap. This is like $8,000 a thing. This is not, you got to put up the money. It's quick money if you trust them. But it's push it that this is a limited edition to create the hype at Asteria and then have the resale value. It's push it that you can't break a contract like that. Does every, all the business people here agree that that's, uh, what? It's only No legal standpoint, you have a contract, a signed contract. I got a signature over here. I'm going to fold this. You don't know who it is. You can't, no. Buy a real estate, there's something. Buy, you can't sign a contract. The commodity market is within the three hours, the whole deal's done. You can't back out within three days. What? Can't be. Most deals are made within a day. How can you back out within three days? In, let me ask you a question. Do you know anybody? Do you know anybody who buys? Yeah. Yeah. PayPal sets the rules. That's not. That's not a way to do business. Let, let me ask you a question. Do you know anybody who have, perhaps buys commodities for B and H? Let's just an example, right? Yeah. Sign the lease on. Volvo. Volvo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the next day, he calls me up and says, I really don't like this car. Yeah. And I tell him, go in, put the keys on the desk, tell him, buyer's remorse, and walk out. And they cancel the contract. That's just special. People don't know. It's yeah, there's a lemon law by cars. I don't, I don't think this is not the regular. It can't be. The commodity world goes, goes too quickly. Does he buy cash or does he buy finance? That doesn't matter. Yes, it does. So it does. It has to matter. It has to matter. Okay, you guys have what to discuss all night. Let's go on to the next thing. But just, it was about Commander of Coins, and it was yesterday, and they were talking about it, so um, couldn't resist. But that's an important uh, lesson, and, and the, uh, one of the people tell you, note the eventual value may exceed that elsewhere, and you may be able to get $400 for the coin on eBay, but you have to think of that before you promise to buy it and then sell it to this buyer's club. And if you do it yourself, keep in mind, eBay's fees can be higher than you think, and you're responsible for the costs and the shipping and the insurance, and that's why they're making a business out of this. And you might get lazy and forget. Yeah, a hundred things go wrong. That's why they're paying you a nominal fee. They want to make quick money, make quick money. Otherwise, every time a transaction goes, they're going to say, I'm flipped it to you. I didn't want you to make more money than I'm making. Well, who? It's none of your business. <laughs> make money. You're, you're, you're giving uh, rules and regulations of who should make money on what. As long as it's not unknown on the item, and it can't be unknown on the item, because the U.S. Mint is selling it for this price. How can it be unknown on the item? He's saying, well, on eBay, there's a secondary market. Good, the secondary market has risks. That can't be unknown. That's an important, uh, important clause. Yes. Yes, there's a range of charging for services. Yeah, of course, there's an honest service. 
If, if a doctor charges $900 for a five-minute visit, unless he's some fancy specialist, there's a range on what you could charge. And the insurance companies will let him know quite quickly that he's out of range. Of course, if you're one-sixth above the top of the market, that's another issue, but that's not what's going on over here. That's the Pashtas. Okay, let's go on to the um, next. Uh, we have a few Shilas still to wrap up. And this one goes back, somebody emailed uh, about five, six days ago. They wanted to know Lamaisa. They hope to get to Israel this summer, and they overheard our discussion about that very fascinating, beautiful wax museum in Israel. And we uh, piqued this curiosity, which is not what I was trying to do. Matter of fact, at the time you people brought it up, I think we all agreed that uh, if it's an Israel, it's going to be problematic for a number of reasons. First of all, if they have Jews making it, you can't make. That's classic, low sasuniti, a full body, detailed. You can't make it. You can't ask somebody else to make it because that's Amir Lakum. And then if you're paying entrance fees to this uh, fancy wax museum, you might be able to live in Iver because they're going to use the money for upkeep and buying more and I guess at a certain time they terminate some of the people in there, melt them down. I don't know what they do to them afterwards. I, 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 it's scary, but uh, <laughs> I assume there's some turnover. They bring them to retirement and put them on a golf course and have them stand there. I'm not exactly sure what they do with them, but uh, you can't. What? Yeah, okay, okay, that could be. You, you seem to be uh, tuned in. So Lamaisa, it's it's not good to partake of that. I. I want to show you that in the Shuvah Svan Hoggis, I'm just going to show you part of this Shuvah, he actually deals with the museum, the Wax Museum in Eretz Yisrael. And he brings up a very interesting point on top of everything we just said. So I wanted to show it to you because it did come up. When we mentioned it, is a place in Tel Aviv. Anybody here been to this place before this year? It's supposed to be a very um, high-ended uh, wax museum. I thought the famous one was in London or something like that, no? They're all over the place. The Wax yeah, Museum and... Yeah, and, and yeah? Okay. So it's expensive stuff, no? I mean, no, you're making... Uh, every, every tourist place you go to... Has a, has a Wax Museum. Yeah, they're in New York. They're uh-huh. Everywhere. Okay. So the Shiloh, the one that I is more problematic because these are Yidden who are either making it or doing a Milakum. So take a look at your copy in front of you. There's a Chufus on Hogus, which is uploaded. And um, you have on the bottom of the second column... We'll just start it now because I see we're out of time. Simon Reish Sama Gimel. The Shaila is Teal, the museum, Sheesh Botsiris Adam, that is the, not limited to a wax museum, it could be statues and the like. You have that one? It's a two page. Um, so it could be regular statues. You have a lot of museums of those things also. But it's certainly going to be a bigger issue in the wax museum. The whole Mahus of it is statues of people. See, Sirus Adam, Dalit, as we. So at length. The Bashach Sham Shanamar, the Sasan Iti, Karina Isi, Kalaima, Demush, Ani Mizrabal, the Raviyam, the Hainu Adam, Kajbarhu, Kavyachal appears to Naviyam in a human form, and that's the Sasan Iti, the Sasan Isi, the way the Shechina Kavyachal appears to Naviyam. Chabasham Siv Zayan, Yesh Mishamata Betsuris Harish Lavad, which we saw, Kasar Moshe K. Naigin, Lahokal, which is why it's not a Taina on the Rameir Shapiro coins. Adam, now I keep calling the Shach and the Taz, but it's noteworthy over here already, is he brings the Chachmas Adam, who's pretty much one of the last words in Yeridea. Chachmas Adam, Simon Pehei, Betazayin Shukasav, Sivkat and Tezvah, Bishem, Asmagamar Shah, not just the Shach and the Taz, Asalasis, Bepirtsev, Adolavad, Chen Ikal Alocha. 
which is an interesting marmokum that, going back to the coin, it's not just the, the shachan that suggests to be machmir, the chokhmah zodom heavily suggests it. And he brings other achreinim, like the marshal and then the smog, that holds that that's really the ikaradin, which puts the coin a little bit more into question without a, without a taina. What he's going to go on to talk about is the fact that if it was made by Goyim, after it's made, maybe there wouldn't be chshab. I don't want to rush the wits, so Mitzvah Shem will pick up on this uh, tomorrow night.